Thank you, Bill. You know, being from down south in New Orleans and getting to hear that gospel choir, wow, that was impressive. You know, yeah, Bill said it several years ago. I had the, I call it the honor and the privilege to be coming part of creation. Actually, like, unlike most of y'all, I had never been to creation. And when they invited me to come and be a part of, I was like, wow. So I got here, took me about 21 hours on a bus drive. And I'm like, you know, you really, really want to feel the Holy Spirit because it's in the middle of nowhere, and that's where you're going to find the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so for me, it's been an honor to be here, and I got to tell you, being up on this stage is like a miracle. So I'm going to talk today about legacy, and parents, please pay attention because like a lot of kids in this crowd, I grew up in an alcoholic house. Down south in New Orleans, they do a lot of eating and a lot of drinking. My parents became alcoholics. My dad was an alcoholic, and I can recall as a child the pain and the uncertainty of going through that. In 1975, my mother filed divorce, and in an attempt for my daddy to save the marriage, he went to church, and my daddy never went to church. And he didn't go to a normal Catholic or Baptist church. He went to one of those Pentecostal churches. That's right. This story gets better. He goes in this church, and he remembers telling me, he said, son, I thought those people were crazy. But you know what I saw? Son, I saw happy people. I saw people smiling. I saw people running down the aisles. I saw people jumping for joy. I didn't know what those tongues were, but it was, looked like it was fun, too. And what my mother saw was my daddy get humble. And on the third time he went to church, he went to the altar. And he prayed for forgiveness. And my mother saw my dad do something she had never seen him do, and that was cry. He sat at that, po he sat at that preacher's pulpit for one hour and he poured his house crying. And guess what? The power of the Holy Spirit hit my dad, and the next day he woke up and he went cold sober. He never had another drink for years and that showed my dad the power of the Holy Spirit. That even when you live a life of addiction, that you can overcome it with the Holy Spirit. He fell so much in love with the Lord that he got out of the business. And of all things, he became a Pentecostal preacher. So now, like a lot of kids in the audience, and, I, and if you're a PK out there, raise your hand because I'm about to tell you something. <laughs> So I was now called a PK, but I lived in New Orleans, so I didn't become a PK. I became a BK. Anybody know the difference from a pastor's kid to a bad kid? And, you know, during that process, I lived a very successful life. I got in the automobile business. I was very successful. I was a BK. And when I'm talking about legacy parents, it's something you have to know, and please don't ever forget this. The one thing that my parents did, even when I was successful and I was a BK, is they loved me unconditionally. The legacy that you leave your children isn't the trust fund or the business or the keys to a bank account. It's the, it's the legacy of unconditional love. And it was that love that drew me back to the Lord. Because here I am, my dad's a big Pentecostal preacher in a big church. And here I am, very successful, 25 years old, 23 years old, 
really just unheard of success, and I'm doing all the wrong things, and he did not rebuke me. He just loved me. And it's love that drives our kids back because we live in a world of society of social media, and they're exposed to so much stuff, it's crazy what they, access to, they have access to. And it's the love of a parent that draws a child back. Several years ago, my father went to be with the Lord. And I remember I had the privilege and honor of being there when he breathed his last breath. And I remember him come to me. And when your daddy looks you in the eye and he, and he gives you a double handshake, you can see the tears coming down his cheeks. Because he knows the Lord's calling him. And he knows it's his time. And he has so much he wants to tell you. And he looks at me and he says, son, you're on a treadmill and you're running a race and you're chasing wealth. And really what you need to look at, son, is creating legacy. What are you going to do that's going to live beyond you? What are you going to do that's going to give glory to the Lord? And that's the last thing he told me. He died the next day, and he never said another word to me. About eight months after that, I had an opportunity to do an investment. And I remember asking my wife, this is something I always wanted to do, but I really believe that I want to do this. My, my daughter, who normally performs at this event, is a, was a young, expiring singer-actress. Her name's Abigail. And she was on a movie set in Los Angeles. And as a parent, when you have a minor, you have to be there. So I went there, and it's about noon, and I'm bored to death. And I remember, <laughs> I remember getting a phone call from Dr. Rice Brooks, who's a dear friend of mine. And he says, Troy, do you realize that 65% of all kids, kids that are raised in a church environment, kids in this audience, are going to go off to a liberal college, and they're going to walk away from their faith because they cannot defend the gospel. Youth pastors do not know why there's a God, and the church doesn't teach it. I'm going to write a book, and I'm going to take apologetics from here to here. And being a Pentecostal, the Holy Spirit hit me right there in that movie set. And I'm like, Lord, really? Me do a movie? I've never done a movie in my life. But I know when I know that I know when the Holy Spirit prompts me, and that's what it takes. Are you going to be obedient when the Lord prompts you? And not ever doing a movie in my life, not even knowing what it's about, I walk over to the owner of the Pure Flix movie company, and I said, listen, I want to do a movie called God's Not Dead. I can deliver the band. I can deliver the author of the book. And the guy looked at me. He said, are you for real? I said, yeah, I'm for real. 31 days later, I signed the contract completely funded the film. I had no idea. Over 40 million people have seen this film. Has anybody heard of God's Not Dead? And I know my daddy's looking down from heaven, and I know he's happy because the legacy that he taught me that's so valuable is going to live past me. And the Holy Spirit prompted me that day, and for probably once, I was obedient, and I stepped out the boat. And I wasn't afraid to walk on water. I wasn't afraid to put it all on the line to give God a legacy. So as a parent, unconditional love is something 
that every child needs to know, irregardless of what they can do and what they don't do. The second thing is inspire your children to think about leaving a legacy that lives beyond them. And the third thing is called servanthood. As a father, the way I serve my children, the way I serve my wife, I want to bring my wife and my kids up. Y'all coming up for a second. It's my beautiful wife, Tracy. It's my daughter, Anna. Anna's from China. We adopted her. I call her my Cajun Asian. Come sit right here. And this is Ava. Say hello, Ava. Now, she doesn't know I was going to do this. So, men, the greatest gift that I can show my daughters is how to love their mother, to show them what to look for in a husband, to show them what Christ loving the church is really like. Have a seat, Ryan. So I want to do something that I've never done in front of people I don't know. But it means that much to me to humble myself so I can show my two daughters what a real man is willing to do to the woman that God gave him. So I'm going to wash her feet. And I'm going to serve her like Jesus did with the disciples. Because true leaders know how to serve. Sweetheart, 25 years ago, you said I do. And from that moment forth, you've been such an inspiration to me. And the legacy that we live with our children can be seen in how that I serve you. So this morning, I want to show you how much I really love you. You see, real men are not afraid of what people think, especially when it comes to showing Christ. The greatest legacy a business owner can leave is not a trust fund. It's not a bank account. It's not a business. It's character, and it's Christ-like character. As I wash the feet of my wife, my daughters will never forget this moment. For as long as they live, they're going to know that their daddy sat in front of people he did not know and was willing to get on his knees and tell his wife how much he loves her, and he was willing to wash her feet because that's what Christ would do. And as I serve my wife, women understand this is what real Christian men do. And if your man ain't willing to do this, then go get yourself another man. That's how I feel about it. Okay. And I want to leave this last comment. You know, People in the business world who own companies, they know exactly what I'm talking about when I say the pressure that we go through every day to provide for our family, the struggles, the ups and the downs. And I always ask myself, are people going to really remember this? And, you know, Bill has said it earlier. After Katrina, we formed a foundation called Giving Hope, and we actually build orphanages around the world. We've built orphanage in Hyderabad, India. 
We built an orphanage in Honduras. We built an orphanage in Gambia, Africa. And three weeks ago, we came back from Moscow, Russia. And we've done some pretty incredible things on a daily basis. We'll cook anywhere from 1,000 to 1,500 hot meals every day. And we feed the seniors that live in assisted living centers that have no, no way of feeding themselves. We partner with the New Orleans Mission, and we operate the Giving Hope Retreat Center where we take addicted people, whether it's drugs, heroin, cocaine, crack, and we show them the power of the Holy Spirit, what I saw my daddy go through. Right now, we're graduating almost 90% of kids that are on heroin, and it's only because of the power of the Holy Spirit. There's a women's facility that we partner with called the Lynn Haven that helps women that have been sexually, physically, emotionally abused, whether they've been sold into sex trafficking or not. You see, giving hope will live beyond me and my family. I will make sure of that. So when you think about today, and if you're here and your children are here, you're definitely going in the right direction because right now with your children with you by your side, they're not going to forget these moments, just like my girls are not going to forget that I washed their mother's feet in front of people. So think about today and 10 years from now and 20 years from now, what legacy can I live, leave that's going to live beyond me? And how can I serve Christ in all that I do? I thank you all for the opportunity. And remember, think about leaving a legacy.